and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian here in Salt Lake City, who has a passion for learning, development, technology, and finding my zen. With me, as always, hi, Ange. <laughs> well, hello, Ian. How are you? <laughs> she she has this wide-eyed look. I, is it a concussion? I may have a concussion. That oh, may dear. be what it is. No, I'm good. I'm Angela. I'm here in Salt Lake City also. I'm a stay-at-home mom slash grandma. I am about to start a new little career jaunt with a friend of mine that I used to work with, and I will be a future college student coming up here soon. So January, yeah, get that math out of the way. I, I'm gonna <sighs> keep. I'm gonna keep telling you, get it out of the way now. Math sucks. And this week we have a very, very special guest with us. Quite frankly, one of the most caring individuals I know. One. Yep. One of the most genuine people I've ever met, and and quite frankly, it's like being trampled by a litter of Labrador puppies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, all the way from Radio Ronin, Josh Hansen. Hey, thank you. I am. I'm so excited to be here. I finally am on the New Day podcast. I know we we had a little bit of a break between guests, yes. so Chandler was our last one. Uh, crazy enough, a month ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't it's it? like holy cow, time goes by quick. Plus, we had all those weird holidays. Well, just one weird. We were trying to coordinate with you, and we were going to have you and Spencer, and it worked out actually where we were going to have you separate, and then we went to lunch. And when I threw out ideas of what we were thinking, you two got really excited. And we're like, okay, well, we'll have you together. Yeah. And Chunga came over and he's like, no, you should totally have Josh and Spencer <laughs> together. Like you're a package deal. He called you the Utah Twins. He did. We are the Utah Twins. We threw it out there. And bless his heart, Spencer is trying to help his dear wife, Stephanie, get ready for the school year because oh, yeah. she's a teacher. Yep. It worked out to where we're actually going to have you separate, which we're excited to have just you so we can focus on you. Thank you. As the focus should be. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. The so, Just Josh episode. Yes. That's it's right. Just Josher. There you go. Put the hands up. <laughs> A lot of folks that listen to us actually are getting uh, acquainted with Radio Ronin and mm-hmm. the rest of the shows on the network, mm-hmm. of which we are part of. We are. And so they may not be familiar with you. So when we invited you on, we said, you know what? We want to focus on mindset. And you actually kind of lit up and were, were attracted to that idea. Yeah. And yeah. the reason, reason we, and we wanted to discuss that with you is you've been through quite a journey, a personal journey. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have. I mean, uh, if we want to go into life stories, I mean, I can start as early as the day I was born, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've gone through a lot. I've I've overcome a lot uh, as far as like learning disabilities and mindset and, and everything so uh and, and that story you know doesn't really get told on on radio ronin sure and so i love being able to come to to podcasts like yours to share that story because it's i mean this is a different audience obviously yeah, than radio ronin but the, you know your focus and, and this is why i love your podcast so much is the focus is is on how do you become a better individual and I love that. Oh, we're glad. You, uh, every episode, I, I just love. You've been a huge supporter since we first started. I, I think we're about two or three episodes in, and you started just blowing my phone up with text. Oh, yeah. I, I'm getting caught up. And we've had some great exchanges, and we, we've talked about things we've done, and you've told me about some of the challenges you've embraced mm-hmm. that we've mm-hmm. issued out. I've been excited to hear little things that you've been doing yeah. to take what we're talking about and expand upon them. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, you know, so in, in your journey, I, mm-hmm. I, we've all kind of ran in the same circles for yeah. quite some time, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but you and I actually didn't meet until Christmas. Wow. You met a year. lot of people at that, Christmas. I did. There were so, Chandler, I had no Josh, idea you didn't Spencer. Know them. I didn't meet anybody till Christmas really this last year. Well, and, and that's really funny because I feel like I've known you since what, 20, 10 earlier than yeah, that maybe yeah, probably because yeah. through the, the radio, radio show mm-hmm. and, and yeah. people are probably tired of hearing oh my god the radio show but it really is true we had a very strong radio family mm-hmm. for years now mm-hmm. that's where i feel like i know a lot of people from we we have that social media connection through a lot of the radio stuff i've known you through posting stuff for chunga mm-hmm. and radio ronin for years when you took over for phil yeah and you know, our, our dear, dear uh, dearly departed friend, Phil. Yeah. 
which was sad that we lost him. But you've done a great job in picking that up too. Well, well thank you. I mean, you, you can never replace somebody, you know, completely. And Phil, I mean, I, I worked with Phil uh, probably for a few months before he had passed away. And yeah, I mean, you can't replace that. Yeah. He was a good guy, but he, he was. did a great job. Yeah. And so part of what our audience probably doesn't know is you have gone through everything from diet changes mm-hmm. to exercise and uh, physical challenges that you've had, especially you, you've shared with me some of the things where you were a little frustrated with some physical limitations you've had recently. Yeah. And why, why don't you kind of talk a little bit about that? Because a lot of our folks don't know about this. Sure. You know, I think it really kind of starts with, I guess, kind of ground zero, right? Sure. Or, or rock bottom. You know, I think whenever you make changes in life, uh, it usually starts with some sort of rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And my rock bottom was May 1st, 2009. This was graduation day, graduation day from college down at Southern Utah University in Cedar City, graduating with a bachelor's in, in communications and sociology. And it was the worst day of my life. I remember that day going to line up in the procession and just looking at everybody, looking at their genuine happiness, their smiles, uh, their their plans for the future and everything. And I'm sitting here, what am I doing? Like, what, what am I doing with my life? I have no plans. I, at the time, weighed over 400 pounds. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, everything, you know, I just was out of, I was out of whack. And that day opened my eyes in, in many ways. I, I used my weight for many years as, I, I was very self-deprecating when it came to that. You know, self-deprecation, I mean, has a time and a place. You know, there's, I, I'm still very self-deprecating, especially if you listen to Radio Ronin. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, a, there is a line to that because my, the way I used it, you know, 10, 11 years ago was this way to kind of take the joke away from other people about my weight. Mm. Well, it's a defense mechanism. It is. It totally is. Yeah, I think, I think most people can relate to that. That's a good way to phrase that, yeah. Yeah, and so I, I would, I mean, gosh, I remember in college, I had this, uh, I had this list of how many chairs I broke. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I, I, I kind of laugh about it now, and I laughed about it then, but, you know, come graduation day, there was no humor in that, um, especially when I, I, I split my graduation robe. I, I sat down, I was, I was too big, and I remember trying to make the joke to kind of ease the pain, but no, you know, it just, it, it sucked. And I, and I, any attempt at humor, it just wasn't going to come and it didn't come. And I remember sitting there in the, uh, in the auditorium, uh, listening to the, the speakers and everything and just feeling more and more down. And I, I, I actually did shed a, a few tears because I had no idea what I was going to do in my life. I had no vision, um, I, and just that feeling, I can still kind of feel how doom and gloom that felt. But as horrible and awful as that day was, the turning point happened almost instantaneously. So my, my whole family came down to, sure. to watch me graduate and everything. And later that night, my, my mom, uh, had me come, had me go and, and grab pizza uh, for the family. And we sat in the, in the parking lot of their hotel. And I remember the conversation very clear uh, because she kind of, she started it off as, as kind of saying, you know, Josh, your dad and I are very proud of you, but we never expected you to, to graduate from college. And I remember thinking at first, I'm like, oh, crap, like this day is getting even worse, you know, and she keeps on going. So, you know, when you were in special ed and you took yourself out in your senior year, we didn't think that you would be able to, to thrive, but you did. We, we never really thought that you would have left on your, your LDS mission 
but you did. We didn't think that you were going to stay for two years, but you did. <laughs> and I'm, I, it keeps getting worse. And I'm like, my gosh, you're like, like, mom, you're not, you're not helping me right now. Like I am the biggest failure. And, and, but she keeps going and she just says, you know, we never expected you to go to Salt Lake Community College, to go to college, but you did. We never expected you to transfer to SUU and stay, but you did. And we never expected this day, but here you are. And then she said, despite all of that and your mine and your dad's doubts, we let you do whatever you wanted to do. And you were the one who did this. And I remember in that moment when she said that, that day, not just that day shifted, it was this tangible shift in, in my mentality. It shifted my perspective of everything. Sure. And uh, that really was the turning point of, of kind of where I am today. I, I had a lot of changes to make to become a well-rounded person. And it really started there. Okay. And what, what was kind of some areas that you started focusing on after that? Well, you know, with change, I think it's, I mean, change is not easy. No, no. It's and, easy. and especially if you want to have lasting change, it takes a lot of the, it takes a lot of, of shifting your perspectives and, and mentality changes and, and, and habits and everything. Honestly, my first focus was my weight. That's a good place to start. And, and why I started there, and I, and I know, you know, when, once I say this, some people are going to be probably screaming back at me, but the easiest thing for me was my weight. Okay, I could see that. Because, you know, when you look at it, it's kind of an equation, right? I sure. mean, I, I understand, especially with the health issues that I do have now, that, it, that there are other variables that can change that or, or make that more difficult, but... It's, you know, you eat X amount of calories a day, mm -hmm. you exercise or burn so many calories, you look for that deficit, and then you're, you're losing weight. And as long as you're consistent with that, you're going to lose weight. And so that was, the, that was my first focus um, because it was the easiest because I didn't have to necessarily delve into the emotional or the mental yeah. things that I had to do and, and had to change for that everlasting, you know, change. And see, that makes sense, especially the way you just phrased it, because I'm sure, you know, like you said, people are thinking losing weight, easy, whatever, and they're kind of rolling their eyes. But to you, that was the one that was the easiest to solve because it was a simple solution. Eat less, work out more, I can fix this. Mm -hmm. Versus I have to turn my mindset around my emotional state and everything else which we'll let you get into but I'm just was kind of pointing that out that was a great place to start I'm actually impressed that you thought of that yeah it, it really and it was it, and it was probably the most obvious I mean you know we all stand in front of a mirror every day mm -hmm. and I think some of the most obvious changes are are the ones that we they won't that we want to tackle first probably true yeah well and I uh <clears throat> well you, you saw that I posted this week uh, Monday, I went in and talked with my nutritionist mm -hmm. that I've been working with since December, and I hit a huge milestone. It was uh, my, my 70 pounds have been lost since December. Man, that is so awesome. It is, man. isn't it? It, it? it was a very good feeling. It, it was like, oh, I'm sure. Yes, done. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've still got more to go. It was a huge sense of accomplishment. I was like you. I hit a point where I was the heaviest I'd weighed ever. Mm -hmm. And not by much, but a little bit. And my doctor, as I, we talked about a couple of shows ago. Is yeah, we did. My, my doctor pushed me, you need to lose weight. Inspecting your health. And it's it's a tough road to go down. Mm -hmm. It is. And it is. as I went through that journey, little things that you just said were the same conversation I had with my nutritionist. Mm -hmm. He started recommending books to me because he goes, you know, you need to make this habits you need to make this a lifestyle change you need to make this mindset and everything we talked about everything that he suggested i read and mm -hmm. really ingrain ironically is stuff i either have on my reading list or i'm currently <laughs> reading or it, and, and we we actually got into a really good discussion yeah it was almost like a book club uh by the time i walked out of there i 
when I told him what I was reading, he goes, oh, you're, you're reading that all on your own. And I said, yeah. And come up in my podcast. He goes, oh, you have a podcast. So <laughs> I'm actually going to see if I can maybe, maybe get him to come over. Oh, and come that would be fabulous. Because I would uh, love to have him on. He's a super cool guy. I, I think it would be good to have him connect. He, he was kind of intrigued. Oh, no, that's, fan, that's fantastic. I love that you're talking about that was easy for you. Everybody's got their thing, right? Mm, oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah. what's easy for you may not be easy for someone else. Right. But it's what we can necessarily wrap our minds around. Each of us has that little thing that we can go, right. you know what? For me, that's, that's what I'm going to focus on. And see, for me, weight loss is the hardest thing for me to focus Mm -hmm. my mind on. And that's because of a lot of struggles where I have tried about every fad diet out there, everything you can think of to the point where I actually had a lap band surgery done. Um, Mm -hmm. Shortly after my 15 year old now was born, I just decided that I didn't want to die early. I have this child because he's 12 years younger than my other three. He's there's quite a gap between my kids and I needed to make those changes, but I needed something as major as surgery to push me to make those changes. I've had some issues with gaining weight back. I've been frustrated this last year. I watched Ian, who I am so happy for his success, and I've been the opposite. I can't lose anything. I get I've done keto forever, yeah. and I can't. But finally, through that fight, you know, we finally diagnosed why I can't lose weight, and we're getting that fixed through some medication, and things are good. But for me, admitting that it was something as simple as calculations to lose weight, that was my hardest struggle. To me, I'd rather fix my, oh, I'm a mean person to people and stuff like that. To me, that was an easier thing to fix than my weight. My weight, I didn't want to accept that it was all on me to fix. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. What's something that you you feel like you can and and have focused on that you have changed, Ange? The, The way I react to people's reactions to me. I would agree with that. That's a huge thing. Not something I was great at mastering, but it was the easiest for me to fix. It's like, you know what? I can't let them control my day. If they don't like me, they don't like me. Okay, whatever. You know, that was your reaction, whatever. But I feel like I have, that's something that was easy for me to master. I, your social media. You know, yes. we, we always tease we, you, you're, you're the yes. one that gets locked in Facebook jail. <laughs> well, see, I have all these leaves. They're all from Facebook jail. <laughs> what, what you don't see is the dates, the ingrained, dates in those. ingrained in those. Awesome. <laughs> and the duration. We have talked about the fact that people used to bait us very oh, much, much in, into so the reactions so. they'd mm-hmm. get out of us. Yep. And now people are like, oh, that's no She's fun. She's no fun anymore. I don't want to be on her page anymore. And I actually have lost friends because I don't engage with them negatively that way. And I'm okay with that. Great. Yeah, See you I, later. I, I don't understand that mentality. Me either. I don't but, get it. But yeah. there was a time when I would have panicked if I saw people deleting me and unfriending me. I'd be like, oh, why don't they like me? Well, what am I doing wrong? But now it's like, okay, well, see you later. The funniest thing, and, and, and I bring this up, kind of kind of support your your point. My brother-in-law, who uh, who I am best friends with, mm-hmm. I mean, he he's more of a bonafide brother than, than anything. Uh, he blocked me on Facebook years ago. Oh, wow. And we're still blocked. <laughs> and it, it's kind of this point of pride now because it's this proof that, hey, we can have a relationship, a good, healthy relationship, and and keep that off of, offline. Yeah, True. it's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah. It it, just, for some reason, it's a matter of saving face on Facebook. It, it really is. It's it how, has to be. It's how people, you want people to perceive you or how you want to be viewed. And when people challenge... When you challenge other people's ideas that they've put out there that they're proud of, this is what I have found. When you challenge those, they feel it's a personal attack. You're not mm-hmm. attacking them personally, and that's not how you meant it. But to them, it's very public. Everyone can see it, and you're attacking my views, and I'm embarrassed, and you just made me feel stupid. That kind of a mentality. I'm the same way. Me and my sister are not friends on Facebook. We blocked each other years ago, but you know what? We have a great relationship outside of that. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. No, well, it's you. You think about the the Facebook official thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it's relationships, yes. friendships. <laughs> I I go back even. I you know I, I'm going to date myself here. MySpace. <gasps> Re- remember the politics wow. of like the top eight or the top sixteen people. Right. <sighs> if you and you would if you weren't in somebody. the top ten. Oh, well, and and just... then it was placement. <laughs> exactly. The first Tom was always first, but after Tom. <laughs> 
But you could move them. I, I yes. remember a boyfriend I had back then, me being passive aggressive. If, <laughs> if he pissed me off, he got knocked he got down moved. to like number two or number three. <laughs> and, and how damaging that was to him. But, and oh, believe me, I would get, I would get a text message within seconds. I mean, seconds. I don't know that I ever noticed where people placed me on oh, my space. <laughs> oh, it, it, it was a little game we played. <laughs> oh, see, I'm learning all the games of MySpace that I didn't know about. I missed. Yeah, I'm days. trying to. I'm trying to think if I, I, yeah, I probably probably lost friends over that. <laughs> it's been so long ago. <laughs> How sad is that? Uh, is is you go through and you, you know mentioning your journey and, and that talk with your mom and really, you you made some pretty massive changes. I'm. About two-thirds of the way through, I'm reading Carol Dweck's book called Mindset. Mm -hmm. It it really is a good book. I'm actually glad Mm -hmm. that I'm finally reading the whole thing and not just little (laughs) snippets here and there or a summary. Because I've read tons of summaries about it. But she talks about the the two states of a mindset of you have the fixed mindset, which a lot of people reside in. Of Mm -hmm. They're just focused on the path and it is what it is. And then you have that growth mindset that we really should be striving for. And it is where you really change it to like like a child where you're like what what can i take away and learn from this experience what mm-hmm. what where am i going to grow out of this yep having that type of an ideal is really tough it is especially when you go through dark times oh for sure oh it, it totally is you know and with me uh honestly i kind of stumbled upon the 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 fixed and the growth mindset mainly because I had had a fixed mindset for years. And I got to the point where I, I needed something else, right? Because for me, uh, especially, you know, talking strictly about diets and everything, mm-hmm. it was an all or nothing approach. Mm. Every Monday, you, you know, you wake up and, and you know, we're going to start this week and this is the new diet. You know, I'm going to make a smoothie for breakfast and, and I'm going to go work out or whatever. And then, you know, by like Tuesday afternoon, you're eating a sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> That's true. You know, and, and so then it's like, well, no, okay, well, then I have to wait until, you know, next Monday or, you know, this is just not for me. I can't do it. Right. And I like that you bring up that all or nothing mm-hmm. because that really is a major stumbling block for people. It is. Oh, it's huge. Diets especially. Mm-hmm. My nutritionist has been working with me on a ketogenic diet. And you and I have talked about that because you've been doing yeah. keto for quite a while. And we've compared notes over it. Angie's done it as well. I ha- I'm back on it, actually. And yes. you so. two have shared some very good recipes. That that Frosty. I went and found that thing as soon as you told me about it. <laughs> it oh. saves lives. It, it does. Let, let, let's uh, let's uh, do a cookbook, the New oh, Day I Podcast know. Keto Cookbook. Oh, Ooh, I'm game. It was okay. so tasty. It was so tasty. <laughs> as I went through that, I went... It was about three months where I was beyond strict with it. Did my mm-hmm. meal prep. I did everything even while I was doing school and everything. Yeah. And my nutritionist was doing good. And I got ready to go on that fateful trip in March out to Chicago. <laughs> I, I was straight up honest with him. I was like, look, I'm going to go get pizza while I'm out there. I'm going to break this. I'm not sorry about it. But when you go to Chicago, you get deep dish pizza. I was going to say, you don't you go have to Chicago to. without pizza. No. I also got a hot dog while I was out there. So hey, <gasps> you never told me that. <laughs> yeah. You never told me that. Pizza and then a hot dog the next day. Man. You are living it up. Confession time. <laughs> but the rest of the time, I actually ordered groceries. I made my meals in a room and everything else. So I, I felt pretty good about it. And I went in the next day and heard the next time, the next visit I had with him. And he goes, you know what? Life is going to happen. As long as you realize that. And he goes, were, were you off your diet other than that? And I was like, nope. As soon as I came home. Right back on it. And he's like, yeah. see, you're good. You're fine. That's where, you know what, I, I curved a little bit. And then you and I, we, we went and had lunch with Spencer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a, that was a great. The great, rolls. Uh, the rolls. Uh, That's <laughs> why I don't go to Texas Roadhouse. The rolls are my death. Oh. It, Josh's eyes were rolling in the back of his head because they those rolls be are really good. With the cinnamon butter. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, there's nothing better. Heaven. It's pure heaven. I and, could go just order rolls well, and, and be just fine. And, and that was Josh's comment. He goes, I allow myself one cheat meal a week. You mm-hmm. should. I don't quite do it a week. I, I try to do it every other week just so I can stay With in me, ketosis a little bit longer. As the situation presents itself. Sure. So if I'm having a good week and I don't feel like I need to cheat that week, great, I won't. 
But, you know, if I'm having a really terrible week and I feel I need to cheat a couple times, okay, you know, get back up mm -hmm. on the wagon right when you're done. But, I mean, great mindset. So just that not Saturdays tend to be cheat days now because I see Josh on Saturdays. And we, we had pizza <laughs> right before this started. Yes, we did. Glorious and it was sweet pizza. It was pizza with pineapple on it because okay. Josh and I overruled you two Ian. Did. <laughs> the best pizza Thank ever. You. Thank you. It's good to have someone else on my side here. Sorry, I'm going to be fixed mindset. When it comes to pizza, <laughs> uh, pizza with pineapple. <laughs> just just kind of going through some mindset things in not only what I've read through Carol, but other stuff, when you're examining your mindset, really looking at your feelings. And that's, that's what I've gotten over conversations with you, mm -hmm. especially is taking a step back and really examining your feelings. And this kind of comes into the meditation and the mindfulness that Angie and I talk about yes. quite a bit is mm -hmm. always take a step back, look at your feelings, examine how you're looking at things, situations, people, especially thinking about as you were talking about that experience of graduating. Mm -hmm. And in, I, I feel like I know your mom just because I've heard you talk about her so much. Oh, we all know her. If you yeah. listen to Radio Ronan, <laughs> yeah. you, you know now. Or have read anything on my Facebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was funny to see your dancing on that video from uh. last weekend. Well, and uh, sorry, before you get off on that, Ian, uh, I mean, your, your, your rock bottom being graduation, I think is huge it to is. point out because that should be where you, everyone's feeling... The happiest they've ever been because they've completed all this and for you to know that that was your rock bottom is amazing to me well and especially to come out with with a double major right. i mean that is oh yeah that's... i i'm just gonna have one and my god <laughs> that's a major accomplishment yeah you know and and that's the thing too i i spent eight years in special ed um i graduated i was point zero one points from graduating with honors wow and oh gosh, and you know it, as, as much as I've, I've overcome, especially up to that point in my life, it was very hard for me to see that and to realize that and to, to realize that I've, I've overcome a lot of, of uh, obstacles in my life, you know, with a learning disability and, and whatnot. And that's one thing I don't think people realize is Ange and I have been huge proponents, especially lately, and with as stressful as this year's been, oh. uh, mm -hmm. we need to take time to celebrate little things in our lives, oh, no, matter, absolutely. no matter how small they are. But I mean, that one is a huge one. I mean, mm -hmm. graduating college, I'm sprinting towards mine. Holy cow. I, <laughs> I'm looking forward to May, and I'm like, oh, get done, get done, get done. <laughs> but for, for you, especially with the challenges you had, that, I, I'm with Ange, that should have been one of the happiest days. And, and I love that your, your mom really was uh, kind of a roller coaster there, but I love that she was, was saying, you need to understand you did this. Uh -huh. yeah. You did this. It didn't feel like that's what she was saying at the time, but I'm sure, but you look back and like, okay, mom. Yeah. No, when she, yeah. When she threw that, that left hook, um, it really was, it, it blindsided me. Oh, I'm sure. And it, that was, that was the shift. That was the change that I needed. Mm. Well, see, that's great. I'm happy to hear that, you know, you were able to recognize that in that moment. And as you, you know, the, the thing I like is you, you took, you, you, you've taken situations and you've really used those as motivation in your life to move in directions. So not only were you losing weight, but you became a runner. Yeah. And running has become a huge part of your life. Oh, humongous part of my life. Um, you know, I've done over 250 races. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that many. <laughs> uh, first one was 10, 10 years ago this October. Oh, my gosh. And really, you know, it's hard to put into, into words what running has given me and being a part of the running community here in Utah has given me saying that it was life-changing doesn't give it service you know i i sucked at uh, sports uh, pretty much everything when i was a kid uh, team sports just wasn't my my thing you know i did junior jazz when i you know when i was a kid and and i was the mvp of of our junior <laughs> jazz team but it wasn't because of my basketball you know skills it was because i i brought the the best treats of the whole team. You know what? That <laughs> would make important. an MVP in my book. So. There you go. So, you know, I, 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 I hold on to that title very dearly. But running is, is so different because 
you're you're not necessarily working as a team. You are competing against yourself. You are only as as good as your next step. Sure. And I and I I think I I fell in love with that because uh, it kind of went in line with kind of how you know I I dove into my my journey. Right. It it was it's it's an ability it's the ability to kind of focus um, on that next step. Mm-hmm. And to focus on on how to make you as as a uh, make you a better individual. Running, gosh, I mean, we could make this whole episode about running. Well, I <laughs> this I, is your opportunity, please. Uh, I admire the hell out of you for oh, your me running too, because I can't. I try, I can't. You know, I um, it's it, it, it's been a very interesting journey uh, because when I started running, uh, I started off with a five k. Uh, and it was mainly because my trainer at the time, I had had a, a plateau. I wasn't losing weight and I needed something. And so he challenged me to to run a 5K, uh, to train for it. And, and I did that. And it was miserable. It was horrible. <laughs> you know, I I had shin splints for probably the whole race. And I, I I wanted to die. But when I got to the finish line, I remember thinking, you know, I could probably do better than that. You know, that just alone, you know, gives you, it gives you that confidence to, to do that in, in your daily life. You know, if, if it's a project that you're working on at work or at school or whatever, um, it, it's, it, it gives you that confidence that, you know, I can do better. I, I, I love, I love the analogies that running can bring uh, to life like that. I think that's a hundred percent true of any any mm-hmm. project you take on, yeah. I I think about at work, we had a big conference we started doing a couple of years ago, and I did not want to do the project <laughs> they gave me at all. That's like, uh. <laughs> I I love to train. I love to be with people. I love to watch them learn. That's my jam. That's what I love to do. But I did not want to do the topics they gave me. <laughs> Muscled the troops, got my team on board, developed the course, delivered the course, and it actually went really really well and we got great feedback things things went pretty well and after we got done i remember we went to dinner the the team that helped me deliver this it was a good feeling much much that Mm -hmm. where you're like you're like okay and and you do that breakdown that analysis okay where could we have done better where could we improve Mm -hmm. and then the next year when it happened again and it came around because we knew it was going to happen it was like oh okay (laughs) and and that's that growth mindset where Mm -hmm. you're going oh you know what i can do better and that's great. It, when you can reach that point, instead of saying, well, I sucked at this, I'm not doing it again. And something along those lines is my 15-year-old, who is doing really great now, but for the longest time, he had the mindset of, I suck at everything, I can't do this. He would try something once and expect to be perfect at it the first time he tried it. And when he wasn't, he'd beat himself up, and I'm never doing that again, I'm not doing that again. And he just started at a new school. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anyone. It's just him. He doesn't know any of the kids there. It's called UCAS. It's in Utah County. It's a applied sciences school. And they get their associate's degree at the same time as they get their high school diploma. So it's done through UVU. And he has just hit the ground running with his change in mindset of just because I'm not good at it the first time doesn't mean I'm not going to do well. And he's already on the way to soaring. Like he's really struggling with his concurrent enrollment classes. One's college geology, which... Oy. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the other is web development, mm-hmm. which he he likes because he has a YouTube channel. But he likes the web development. He knows he'll like it, but he is not liking the work the, and the reading that goes into it. But his mindset has changed so much over the last year of, okay, you know what? If I'm not good at it the first time, I'll just do better next time. And I like that mindset. I am so envious of the educational opportunities oh, that kids have these days i, wish I was like i remember back when we were kids and it was you went to high school and you got out of high school yeah, mm-hmm. and exactly. then you went to college and the fact that they can do both at the oh, same yeah, time it's amazing. and that you get it, I, I feel like it's a giant choose your own adventure novel these days <laughs> and i am so <laughs> envious i am no, too it's, because it's imagine having the energy you had as a teenager and being able to do right. it now oh. right and and not because again you're out of high school well, you'll, you're, you're, you're also working, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get a college degree, and you're trying to make all this work. And 
he's going to graduate having done all the general ed classes, have his associate's degree in, right now it's web development and coding. We'll see if he continues on that course. He's liking it so far, but just to be able to, when he's going to school to complete and get his master's and all that kind of stuff, he will already have these great skills to fall back on yep. while he's doing it. And I just liked that ha him learning to change his mindset, which has not been an easy task with him. He, again, he's one of those people that if he didn't do it good the first time, he just never wanted to try it again. It's almost like he's his parents or something. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and you hush, Ian. <laughs> anyway, um, just having that mindset like mm -hmm. you have, you know what, I can do better at this. In fact, he... They did an English preposition assignment, and he only, he missed two, and he's he was all upset before I came here. It's almost like he reminds me of somebody I know. Huh. Who could that be? Me. <laughs> he, I, yeah, he there, was upset with it, but he said, you know what? I can do better next time. No big there's, deal. There's a sign. I'll see if I can find it for him. Uh, I, I think he'd appreciate it because it, it came up a lot in my courses this summer, and I, I think mm -hmm. I've told you about it. And the, the mantra was in my entrepreneurship classes from up at the U. Mm -hmm. And it is done is better than perfect. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's a tough lesson to learn. Yeah. But I, I feel better about it the more I do you it should. because it's like I, I'm a checklist person, as everybody oh. wills knows. Mm, yeah. And that checklist being done, I'm like, okay, that, well, that does feel pretty and good. And yeah, we'll do better next time. It was something as simple as we bought him a sign that said, change your wording, change your mindset. Okay. So instead of I can't do this, what did I learn from the last time I tried this? I mean, it gives you just different phrases that we all say every day in our lives, but yep. it gives you a different way to look at it. And I think something as simple as that can really change things. Huge. Totally can. What are what are some ways that you you found that are successful for helping you change your mindset about things? Yeah, because you you've done a lot of this. Well, I I think uh, a good one um, was when I started with my weight loss. You know, I had tried everything. It, that right, is a struggle. Uh, uh, that is a trait that I I definitely get from it my mother. Would start again the next following Monday, or I would join some MLM <laughs> for, for for a month or two in Utah. That <laughs> That's not unheard of here, Josh. Just get on Facebook. I bet you hit three. Uh, exactly. But I think for me, like I, because I had had, I was just so done with the set mindset that I had to embrace something different. And, and so embracing the growth mindset for me, uh, especially then, was me starting that one, starting the diet on a Tuesday. Okay. So oh. I, I didn't start on a Monday um, because that forced me to that forced my perfection mindset to kind of take a back seat right uh took away that 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 option and then also i didn't dive into a specific like diet plan initially when i when i started all i did was i i started writing down uh what i was eating sure. and what i was doing uh, i didn't change any habit but then the following week, I would look over that that list and like, okay, well, maybe I can walk a little bit more. Maybe I can drink water instead of soda. And then I would go again, write everything down. And then I would, and then I'd come back the next week. And, and, and I did this for about four or five weeks. And I lost 30 pounds that first month. That's just amazing. doing that. When, whenever you start those those lifestyle changes, especially mm -hmm. with diet, mm -hmm. and, and you get that first initial yeah. weight loss, and it's like, yes! Mm -hmm. It's I, true. You're, you're, you're yeah. high on life. And I, I love that you hit on the writing things down, documenting. Mm -hmm. uh, I, Ange and I are both huge proponents of, we both are, of yeah. journaling, writing it down. I also love that, I mean, nowadays, if you're you're not huge on writing, even though we, we highly advocate it. I mean, I've oh, got yeah. my uh, iPad and my little Apple yeah. pencil. <laughs> I, I handwrite my notes out in class and people laugh at it, but I'm like, you know what? I retain it better because of that. But now there's tons and tons of apps that you can track everything from your water intake mm -hmm. to your meals, yeah. to your recipes, everything else. Just the, the not starting the usual way. I love that. Yeah, that one is one I wanted to focus on. Just changing that simple Thing, which it sounds, oh, well, that's easy to do, but it wasn't easy to do. And, no. And no, not at all. But just changing that. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to start on Monday. I'm going to start on Tuesday or Wednesday. And just changing that simple thing helped propel you to success. I love that. That was awesome. 
Well, and and I think also it's it's you know we have this mindset that you know that there is going to be another Monday, mm-hmm. and you know life is short. You know we're not guaranteed the next day, so why delay making those changes? Right. Right. Just do it today. I love that. Start it now. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm a big believer in don't keep putting it off. We're, we're always going to find excuses. Oh, there is always I, one. You know, a excuse list. I've been one where I've done that too. It's like, uh, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I've been a huge procrastinator in life about certain things. Uh, I, I think we're all guilty of that at some point. Why don't we talk about that later, Ian? No. <laughs> now. Get off my plate. Now. Off my list. Kind of building off what you're talking about, I, I also think in, as you're approaching this, I mean, change is a big, scary beast, a big, scary animal. Mm-hmm. As humans, we are naturally afraid of it. We, we get wrapped in our, our habits, mm-hmm. our... Oh, for sure. What, what we're familiar with. I am a trainer by day for a software company. Mm-hmm. And... When I talk with people every day and introduce them to our software, I am the introduction to change. And <laughs> most of the time, these people have been using their current software for 10, 15, 20 years. Gentlemen, and I talked to you last week, 32 years. Oh, wow. That's how long I've been married. Oh. You, you want to guess how excited he was to talk to me? <laughs> oh, I bet. Not thrilled. <laughs> no, no. Um, good old boy down in Alabama, too. So, oh, even worse. Yeah. Funny, we, we bonded over talking about food. Uh, I'd been down in that area on an install before, and I was like, yeah, I, I was down just a little <laughs> bit outside of town. And, went to the, and he knew exactly where I was talking about. We bonded over talking about food. I mean, food's universal. I, I, oh, it no, is. No matter it's a universal language. To. And after I kind of lowered his defenses, I'm like, look, here's the deal. I know you've been doing this a while. I'm going to try and explain it. You tell me, you know, where you're struggling and and let's try and figure it out. Deal? Okay. Lowering those defenses a a little bit. And sometimes you can have somebody help walk you through it. Other times it's you've got to have that conversation Mm -hmm. with yourself. You do. It's a tough conversation sometimes. I I know, and you've you've gone through the roller coaster over the years. Mm. We all have. I love watching the growth between the three of us. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, yeah. As we've gone through this, I... It's we, we talk about Josh and I feel like we've known each other for so long. Because, oh, yeah. But it's all been social media. It has been. <laughs> and that, See, and that's still amazing to me that you had never met Chandler or Josh before mm-hmm. that. But to me, that's just like, really? But we, I mean, we ran out. We gave each other hugs. Oh, well, yeah. That's going to seem weird because, you know, it was before COVID. This, but. Was, this was pre-COVID. Remember we gave hugs, hugs back then? Remember what? hugs. Those were yeah. good times, weren't they? Oh, those were the best. As, as you go through that, I think... Part of the mindset thing is, too, is we have to learn to be, and, and we've talked about this, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is yeah. this truly what I want? Mm-hmm. Is, do I have the right motivations behind it? Yeah. Is, am I, and am I doing it for me or am I doing it for someone else? That's huge. And that, that intrinsic versus extrinsic yep. motivation is, is a big thing. I think you need to focus on your strengths more than you do your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with that. Is as you approach change in in this, and it also really comes down to your self talk. Oh, as as you shared your story, I, yeah. I could only imagine the conversations you were having with yourself. Yeah, you know, I I had to change a lot of that self talk. Um, and there's a book that I had read uh, just the semester before I graduated uh, called uh, "What You Say." Oh gosh, I can never get the, what you say when you talk to yourself. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, have you read? I've heard of it. I have not read it. No, I, I highly recommend it. Um, it talks a lot about the self-talk and and how you can be, you know, your your biggest ally or your or you know your biggest enemy, and that really helped me because that was fresh in my mind and uh, in, in in my change, but I had to I had to change a lot of that. Uh, a lot of that mindset. And, you know, it wasn't easy. I mean, I, I even went to a, uh, to a therapist to, to talk about, to talk it out. Um, you know, it's, it's something that's not really easy to do uh, or to change by yourself. No, it's not. You're right. But that is, it's just a huge thing. And, and again, kind of going back to running, self-talk and how your run or your race is going is dependent upon what you are telling yourself when when things get tough at mile 
18, 20 in a marathon. And if you, if, if you're just complaining about the heat, the course, whatever, you're, you're defeated, you're done, right? You, you know, the rest of your, your race, if you complete it is just going to be crap. Sure. But if you, if you change that perspective and if you look at the challenges and one thing that I kind of did, um, I guess kind of being the creative mind and, and being a blogger because I, I blogged a lot of my, my journey is okay, this sucks right now, but how can I change it? How, how can I write the ending to this story and let's do it. Right. So how am I going to become, how am I going to, to triumph through, you know, these cramping legs or, or whatever the pro or the chafed nipples, you know, I think we can, I think even personally, again, outside of running outside of the, the race course, we can apply that to our lives in any challenge. And if you're not from Utah, I don't think you realize how large the running community here is. It's huge. It is it's humongous. Yeah. I know in past years, this this year's been a little rough, but in past years, it's like every other billboard starting in the spring is <laughs> mm-hmm. like another, you this know, another race, another race, another race. Yeah. No matter where you go along the Wasatch Front. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a race pretty much every weekend from May 1st until uh, October 31st. And it felt like sometimes even two or three. Two. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. That's for sure. It, easily. You'd almost have to pick which one you were going to participate mm-hmm. in yeah. for that weekend. Going through these these mindset changes, I- examining it and taking a step back, looking at the documentation you've done, and, and really looking at it and saying, is what I'm thinking through this true? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and having that self-evaluation piece accountability partners did you have those as you went through these mindset changes or was it mostly you just kept yourself accountable um absolutely um there are a number of of people that i i had helped me okay. and and keep me accountable you know after i i did my four or five week uh food journal uh i i hired a, a friend of mine who was a, a personal trainer okay and so he was able to kind of help me keep accountable for the workouts because I knew I, I had to take bigger and, 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 you know, bigger leaps of faith and, and more steps to, to get to uh, where I wanted to be. Sure. He helped me stay accountable for my workouts, helped me overcome, you know, those fears of the gym and everything. My mom was, was somebody who kind of helped keep me accountable, uh, you know, with food and, and everything. And then I also blogged. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why I blogged was to keep myself accountable. Uh, I had, I started my blog shortly after reading something online where it said that people who share their, their weight loss journey or, or whatever on social media uh, or the internet are, you know, lose um, more weight because they're, they're being held accountable by their followers or whatever. And I'm like, okay, and that, I'm going to blog. So I would blog like my my weekly weigh-ins, mm-hmm. um, my my doubts, my fears, my frustrations, my triumphs, whatever it was. And a lot of uh, a lot of my followers, uh, you know, just having that accountability really helped me. And it, which is something you've continued. Yes. Yes. With uh, the Bod Goblin group. Yes. On uh, social media, it's a great group and there's you, you everything you just talked about the accountability to a weigh-in you have an accountability day where people can choose how to be accountable you want people to share their stories of success but also their failures too so that other people can learn from those failures you've done a great job with this and if people don't know about that group it's a pretty amazing group uh, it, it thank you i i started that group uh over a year ago yeah and yeah a lot of it was it i think a lot of the reasons why I wanted to start that is because I, I, I also wanted to um, pay it forward because I, I, I understand how frustrating, you know, losing weight and and everything that comes with that with that frustration has on on a person, and, and really again, going with the non perfect approach. Yeah, I like. There that. Are, are a number of groups on Facebook that that's their only focus. And it's interesting to me to kind of follow some of those because it's the posts. <laughs> I mean, I, I 
it's it's, it's those it's the posts the, the humble brags or uh -huh. the I just got my six pack or whatever and like, you know and that's great like if that's their goal no, that's celebrate. great no that's great you're right but it, the perception for people who are in my situation I just can't relate right and that's not and and health is is an uphill battle for me even still. And there are those people that are, are blessed with the me metabolism of a 14-year-old girl for their whole life. Not me. Never <laughs> never have been. I've struggled my whole life. All three of us mm -hmm. at this table have yeah. had that struggle. Yeah, whole life. Yeah, and every success comes with, with sacrifice, and I don't want to demean anybody's. I don't feel that's what you're doing at all. But at the same time, it's it's hard because at the same time, like mm -hmm. they can't really relate with what I'm going through or people Correct. like me and I can't really relate to them. Well, I think it's just as important to share your failures, which is why I really liked that group that you've done because how many of us have posted in there, you know, it was just a bad week. Like mm -hmm. I have no excuse. I ate pie for dinner. I had cookies for breakfast. Wait, what kind of pie was it? Apple. Mm. That's okay. That's, that's, that's healy food. Dutch apple maybe. Ooh, see Dutch apple. A good Dutch apple pie. Caramel apple. Ooh. Oh. I make a good caramel apple pie. Okay. I'll make some for you guys for Thanksgiving. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just, I love that people in there are very real. They're like, you know what? I'm not doing so good. I've got three weeks where I've not lost weight. I haven't worked out. I just haven't felt like it. But I feel I learn more from those stories than these, oh, I'm perfect this week. Well, it's, and, it's life, right? Yeah, it is. And it's life throws things at you. It really it, does. It's life. I, I would love to say that uh, a weight loss journey is always going to be that constant. Uh, it's not. One of the things that I love to do is I, when, when I started on this weight loss journey, I, I had an old, 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 old digital scale. And I finally chucked it out and got a newer, <laughs> fancier one that does the body fat and everything. Mm -hmm. And it tracks through an app. And that's what I posted the shot of earlier this week. Okay. Oh, and cool. I like to take it because then I can do trends and I can look at week, month, or year. Oh, yeah. You are a nerd. And I love to throw it on the <laughs> year because, well, yeah, if I look at a month, it, you'll, you'll get those where it's like three or four, you know, sometimes even two-week plateaus where it's, mm -hmm. yeah, and it'll go a little up and then maybe <laughs> it goes down. And But when you throw it on a year and you see that mm -hmm. progression, it's like, oh, Yes. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. Exactly. And and yours. I I I enjoy seeing yours because a you are honest about it and you're like you know what I I had a rough time I haven't been doing this you're a hundred percent honest about it and you own it and mm -hmm. I love it but at the same time you've had progress this year and this oh, has not been an easy year. No. Extreme progress. No, you know, and that's and that's the thing I, you know, the past probably three or four years have, have been just a struggle for me physically. I had lost over 180 pounds from my heaviest to my lowest, and I've gained probably about 70 pounds of that back. And, you know, for a while, it, that was very hard for me to kind of accept because it's, um, it's this fear of, of going back to, to kind of what, sure. to where you were, which was not going to happen, but it's, I, I think it's, you know, it's probably just a but natural but that's feeling. real, right? Mm -hmm. that's, real. that's being an honest to God, real person. I, I was, Ange has known me long enough where mm -hmm. I, I, I've talked about this before. I was trying to get into the Navy yeah. uh, about 10 years ago yeah. and I wasn't quite as heavy as I was last year. I, I was about 10 pounds lighter, but at, at the time it was the most I'd ever weighed. Mm -hmm. And I worked out really hard because I was trying to get into the Navy, lost a ton of weight over the summer. Was in great shape. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yeah. Oh, Slowly yeah. back up. And and I and I swear to God, I was never gonna do that again. And mm -hmm. age, time, whatnot. And yeah. you get up there and mm -hmm. you're just like, How did I get back here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And and it's just that curve of life. Well and, and it is. And you know, I lost I was at my skinniest when you first met me, actually. And then I lost my sister, and I had been off soda for five years before that, which I attribute to really, really helping me with my weight loss. But then I lost my sister, and one of her favorite things was to go get a Diet Coke in the morning. So I started doing that, just in remembrance of her. So I started drinking soda again. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting right back on a good program, and then I lost my mom. And then it was just like, so there's always an excuse in life for how you get back there. Just 
don't let those weigh you down. Own the excuses, own why it happened, and just move forward. Yeah. Make it better. Well, and, and in my case, yeah, the, the health issues, it was, it was really something. I've been dealing with this equation for the past four or five years mm-hmm. uh, with, my, with my thyroid. I have yeah. Hashimoto's disease, and it's weight loss is is very difficult. It is gain is very easy. Yep. <laughs> well, when you start throwing in those those types of complications, uh-huh. I I'm at early stages of thyroid issues, and you know I'm I'm at the lowest possible dosage, mm-hmm. but it makes it that much difficult. So when when you so when you get to the high end of that, yeah, it, well, see, I'm oh, I'm on the same end of it. Just newly diagnosed thyroid problem. That's one of the things they found with why I've been gaining weight like crazy. My thyroid has been so low, she's surprised I even have an appetite at all, but yet I'm still getting weight. And I was there. I was not eating. I was wow. not. So they looked at some of the autoimmune. I'm lucky. Nothing like that yet. But they just started medication for that. I'm also diabetic. Mm-hmm. So that plays into it. And then I've also got some hormonal changes in my body just because I'm old. But there was a, a like a trifecta working mm-hmm. against me, and now that I've figured it out, you move forward. You, well, yeah, you tackle it. You know, and uh, yeah, I, I think the three of us are going to be huge advocates oh. for. Mm-hmm. Please take care of your health. Yeah. Yes. As, as you go through this, because you have to. I, you know, I, unfortunately, we're we're not mm. getting any younger, no, and <laughs> the three of us have people who depend on us in some some fashion or another. Mm-hmm. And if, if we don't take care of ourselves, we're not going to be around to help them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. And I think that's the most important thing, you know, when it comes to health is, you know, especially, yeah, with, with weight loss, um, you know, people, people kind of forget that, that, that uh, if you're going to help, if you have that giving heart, or if, if people are dependent upon you, you got to take care of yourself first. You because do. Because if you, if you don't, then you can't be there for them. Yes. I mean, look look at a simple analogy of that. When you're on an airplane and they teach you that when the oxygen bags drop, as a parent, your first instinct is to put it on your child, but they tell you no, put it on yourself first and then share it with your child. Because if you don't mm-hmm. take care of you, you can't help that other person. Exactly. So just yeah. a simple no, analogy that's, that's, of that. That's perfect. Any parting thoughts? Ooh, why don't you go in? This is she, your specialty. She, she, she does this to me every time. <laughs> and you let me, so. Josh, any parting thoughts from you? Do you have a challenge you'd like to throw oh, out there for people? Weekly challenge. Ooh, gosh. We just struck him out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you, like that's, yeah, another uh, curveball. I, I just angela him. <laughs> See how it feels to you and it feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, honestly, I think I think the, the best challenge that anybody can take any any day of their lives is to just take the time to kind of self-reflect and and find one area that that you can improve i like that that's great it's not as easy as it sounds no yeah you make it sound easy but it's not it it really isn't i i appreciate you coming by yeah and, and sharing your story with us there's there's stuff there that you're right i had no idea and I love that we're communication bros. Right. That, that makes me happy. So we want to thank you so much for joining yes, thank us. And you, in Josh. fact, if people want to reach out and connect with you, because yes. you run several communities, you, you do. Uh, you're also part of the Radio Rona Network. How can they find you? So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Joshua. That's J O S H E R W A L L A. Got that nickname. Joshua is uh, the nickname for my mother. And then Walla is what all my nieces and nephew call me. So I just kind of meshed that all together. I like it. So you can find me all on that. Uh, you can also follow my fitness journey at the OKS Jogger on Instagram yep. and Facebook. And then I also have a blog, OKSJogger.com. And then, of course, you can find me on Radio Ronin at yes. RadioRonin.com. I'm part of the Radio Ronin show with Chunga, Chandler, Spencer, and, well, and myself. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that was redundant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have new shows every Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, we also, well, Chunga and, and Chandler do bash music, which uh, all three of us are are very love. much a part of that community yes. and love it. But yeah, I mean, you can find me pretty much uh, anywhere. Uh, I'd love to connect. I would love to pick your brain on on whatever is on your mind because I, I, I love that growth mindset. There's something I, I love learning from other people just oh, through yeah. their story. That's great. 
It's great. I love it too. And you also run the Bod Goblin group. Run the Bod Goblin group and uh, also a running community uh, here in Utah on a Facebook called Trails and Pavement. Okay. So oh, that's fantastic. something I don't I've, I don't really talk too much about outside of Facebook, but uh, we 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 just try to you know support everybody and and uh, go out and run and have fun. All right. Fantastic. Great. Thank you so Thanks much, for Josh, here. for oh, coming by and seeing thank us. Thank you. We uh, can't wait to have you back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, we'll get, uh, when I come back, it's going to have to be with Spencer. I I, we I don't do think it, yeah. people understand the dynamic. <laughs> uh, like, that was one of the funnest lunches I've had in a long time. <laughs> and, and next time, we'll take Ange with Rude. us, too. Oh, totally. Feeling totally left out here. It's no. fine. Whatever. We'll, we'll go to Texas Roadhouse <laughs> and take you. And I'll get rolls. Yes. Okay. Ooh, or we could do the Olive Garden. Oh. Breadsticks. Yeah. yeah. Those breadsticks. Breadsticks and pasta, I'm in. Carbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any amazing. carbs. Any carbs. <laughs> but uh, you can find us uh, on Instagram and Facebook as well. Just look for the New Day podcast. It's that big green logo with the little head icon, as always. Yeah. And uh, for Angela and myself, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>